salutations. The Fun Employment Files, episode 8. We're up to 8? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, bro. We're an annoying child. <laughs> We're just now starting to explore our bodies. <laughs> Walking around stretching our little nutsack. <laughs> this is Dutch. I'm here with old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Hey, that's God's voice. <laughs> no, that's not God's voice. Okay. Anyway, this uh, you're listening to Justin Towns Earl, uh, son of Steve Earl. Seen a song Copperhead called Road, Steve Earl. Yeah, nice. The very same. The same. <laughs> it's a song called Can't Hardly Wait. Originally done by the Replacements, I think. Tend to the hour on WPFR. Any hoozles. We just watched the new Star Wars Force Awakens trailer. Fuck yeah. That was pretty neat, huh? The point I was trying to make with uh, Abram Schatz, mm-hmm. um, he incorporates more... Uh, I don't think there's a lot of space battles, like because space battles are not interesting. You know, There's no terrain. There's no... You know, unless they're on the fucking Death Star, which we've all had enough of that shit. But... Uh, <laughs> No, like I haven't had enough because I don't even remember anything about any. Well, of we got to watch them all again. You got to, you got to check all this shit out. You can't even rent them. You can't rent them on Amazon. You can only no, buy them he, for it's, twenty dollars. It's pretty it's fucking it's, ridiculous. It's pretty locked down. So, um, but uh, it, there, there, that one, the the one that caught me was it has that sun and it has those Tie Fighters coming at you. Mm-hmm. That there's nothing like that in any Lucas film. It's they're they're just not there. Like I think that Abrams even his shots are way thinking way out of the box with this you know what i mean he's such a great filmmaker and he's so visual but at the same time story you know we're sitting there watching it and i screamed you know how can it how how can it miss you know what i mean it can't miss can it i don't know What's i said it's just a piece of shit i said that about superman though i mean i you know i don't i don't think superman missed mm. <laughs> i thought superman was great. i don't the Man of Steel. Man of Steel. I thought it was great. I don't think it's. I don't think it's not. I just don't. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think it's. Um, it didn't do what I want character wise. That's that was my problem with it. I've said this a hundred times on 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 the other show. That was my problem with it. So I won't go into it. But what I'm saying is that this, from all I've seen, my God. I mean, and you know who I who I think the guy in the mask is. Let me let me just hazard a guess. Okay, I'm going to hazard a guess. Okay, God, you're going to think of something terrible. Classy Freddie Blassie. <laughs> no, <laughs> Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes that actually makes more sense. <laughs> That's right. It's Star Wars episode. What is it? Eleven. No, seven. It's seven. Revenge of the Sweat Hogs. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Darth Vader. <laughs> Travolta's. Travolta's a guy in the mask. Another Travolta sauce. <laughs> we went through a Travolta sauce in the yeah, mid-90s. We did, and it was really awesome. And then turns out that Scientology totally fucked him. But, um, and he totally fucked a bunch of dudes, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. Or at least jerked him off. He's a great actor, though. And I don't care. You know, if he would come out and say I'm gay, I'm like, I don't give a shit. You're a great actor. I was watching a movie with him today. What if he was a uh, shitty actor and he came out and said he was gay? Well, then I have a problem with it. 
<laughs> you have to at least be at the level of like Bill Lance, Patrick Harris. Lance Bass, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and now you want to go to space? Perfect. That's where we want to send all of you. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I think that I was watching a movie with him today, Urban Cowboy. Great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. It really is. Yeah, I lost a couple loads to what's her face in that. Who, Deborah Winger? Yeah. I lost loads to uh the other girl, Pam, the one he was cheating on her with. Holy dog shit. Why did he go back to fucking Deborah Winger? <laughs> go fuck West in his fucking trailer behind Gillies. I'm gonna stay with the oil baron's fucking daughter <laughs> who has some bagged ass pussy in her bed. <laughs> she had some bap? Oh, she had to. <laughs> Banging ass pussy. Yeah. Maybe she was awful in bed though. Maybe that's why the There's nothing worse secretly than reasons. a girl that's too that's too good looking to fuck you back. Right. I'll take an Uggo with some spirit. <laughs> Any day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give me a hog with a little bit of gumption. <laughs> that's so fucked up. What am I going to do? Oh, man, it's pretty great. <laughs> um. No, the Star Wars, back to Star Wars, um, I think that, uh, just, just his vision, uh, is amazing. I mean, I, I think that, uh, I like the fact that also the, the, uh, the actors already have emoted more in the trailers. I've seen than all the other six movies combined. Yeah, no you know? shit. They've actually acted. Right. <laughs> and I think that, that being said, though, there is a lone exception. There, on the, always the lone exception to um, to that statement is the Empire Strikes Back. Like that, if you ever or you haven't watched them in a while, it's the second one. Um, Lucas didn't have anything to do with it. Basically, he gave it to a guy named Irvin Kershner, and we've talked about this before. Oh, Irv, yeah, I know Irv. <laughs> he was he was a he was an older guy. He did, he had never directed a sci fi film, and uh, Lucas actually approached him about directing the third one. You know, way before, you know, and he said, I don't want the third one. He said, I want the second one. He said, the second act is where everything goes to hell. And that's where you get the best drama. He's like, and that's what I'm good at, good at wrapping that stuff up. So he really put that forth as, you know, and, you know, it was a great dude. Empire Strikes Back is in the top, is in the AF, what was it? The American Film Institute top uh, hundred or top hundred. It's high up there, like really high because. Star Wars is pretty high too, but it's like light years below Empire Strikes Back. And I don't think Return of the Jedi is on the list at all. So, you know, um, and I think that speaks for itself is that the fact that, uh, Return of the Jedi was directed by Richard Mark, uh, Marquand, who was basically just a cat's paw for Lucas. He did all the shit Lucas wanted to do, like the fucking Ewoks and all that dumb shit. You know, that's not, you can't do that. All so, right, the AFI Top 100, number one, with a bullet, Citizen Kane. Yes, sir. The Godfather, Casablanca, Raging Bull, Singing in the Rain, Going the Wind, Lawrence of Arabia, Schindler's Fist. Some oh! The porn version got on there. Um, Vertigo, Wizard of Oz, City Lights, The Searchers, Star Wars is number 13. Is it? Psycho, 2001, colon, A Space Odyssey. I really thought Empire Strikes Back was higher for uh, some reason. Uh, uh, excuse me. Psycho, 2001, Sunset Boulevard, The Graduate. Graduate's a great film. General on the Waterfront, It's a Wonderful Life. 
Fuck that movie. Chinatown, Some Like It Hot, Grapes of Wrath, E.T., The Extraterrestrial. I don't really want to read all these, but I kind of do want to read them all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Kill a Mockingbird, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, High Noon, All Have About Eve. Have you seen Eve. that? Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? Yes. Maybe. Dude. Dude. It's so fucking good. Like uh, Jimmy Stewart, one of his finest performances. Jimmy Stewart. High Jimmy Noon. Jimmy Stewart. Double Indemnity. Apocalypse Now, The Maltese Falcon, Godfather 2, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Snow White in the Seven Drawers, Annie Hall, Bridge on the River Kwai, The Best of Our Lives, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, good one. Dr. Strange Love, The Sound of Music, <laughs> King Kong, which one? The one with Jack Black? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, Midnight Cowboy, The Philadelphia Story, Shane, it happened one night. Streetcar named Desire. Rear window intolerance. The Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring. Really coming in at number fifty. Yeah. Is that the first one? Yes. That's insulting because that movie was a piece of shit. What? It's a piece of shit. How? It was bored me to tears. What the fuck is I your was, problem? I was dehydrated after it. I cried so. Oh, much. you're fucking. You're so crazy. This it is was just bad. That. West Side Story. Taxi Driver. The Deer Hunter. Mash. North by Northwest. North by Northwest. I couldn't talk. That's a good one. That's a Hitchcock. You're a Hitchcock. (laughs) You're a shuttlecock. Well, (laughs) you're a cock. (laughs) Jaws, Rocky, The Gold Rush, Nashville, Duck Soup, Sullivan's Travels, American Graffiti Cabaret Network, The African Queen, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, Unforgiven, Tootsie, Clockwork Orange, Saving Ryan, Private Ryan, Shawshank, Butch Cassidy, Silence of the Lambs, In the Heat of the Night, Forrest Gump, All the President's Men, Modern Times, The Wild Bunch, The Apartment, Spartacus, Sunrise, Titanic, Easy Rider, A Night at the Opera, Platoon, Twelve Angry Men, that was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, Bringing Up Baby, The Sixth Sense, Jesus, fuck, Swing Time, Sophie's Choice, Goodfellas, that should be higher, French Connection, that should be higher, Pulp Fiction, that should be higher. Last Picture Show, Do the Right Thing. They change it quite often, actually. Yankee, Doodle, Dandy, Toy Story, and Ben-Hur coming in at 100. Empress Strikes Back's not even in the top 100. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Your information was fallible. It was fallible. I'm sorry. Here I was thinking you were infallible. (laughs) Not the Pope. (laughs) Wait, you're not? Yeah, I'd be a lot lot cooler. (laughs) That's a cool fucking Pope. It's a cool Pope. You gotta still, grant you gotta grant me that one. Still uh still grants asylum to child molesters, but what? he's doing better. Yeah, they still had that. Oh yeah. And the Vatican still owns the largest uh gay men's bathhouse in Europe. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, okay. They wouldn't be molesting thanks, thanks for shitting all over my <laughs> They wouldn't be molesting all them children's if they just let the Popes fuck women. Yeah. That's, or the Popes, the that, <laughs> priests. Yeah, even the uh I don't, I don't get that. That, that you know, that's a self-imposed thing. Yeah, you got to put your dick somewhere. Come on, guys. I mean, but that's, that's self-imposed. You know that that's no, nowhere in the Bible that a man of God has to be without. You know, well, they think since Jesus did it, then they should have to do it, right? That's crazy. The, it, Jesus also, also walked on water, but bitch, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to Car- Carlin was talking about that. How he, you know, Carlin, yeah. Some people might not know who that is. George Carlin. Okay. Um, he's raised Irish Catholic, you know, which apparently are different than. Yeah, it's apparently it's a lot more true to what it's supposed to be, I guess. Well, it's like Roman Catholics are. Uh, <sighs> Full of shit. 
No. (laughs) Irish Catholics are more salt of the earth type people because they, you know, there's so much. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're so, let's put it this way. There's so much less money, so less money in, in Irish Catholicism because fuck, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we have potatoes. What are we going to do? There's only so many ways we can make them. Very devout Catholics. I mean, so much so they're willing to die for it. You know, the, uh, the troubles in Northern Ireland are, dude, I think even today, uh, and even I've been guilty of this, that you, it's almost compared to the massive amounts of terrorism. And I don't want this to sound strange, but the, the hatred these two have for each other is, is almost quaint is, is how some people, you know, look at it. And it's not, it's really fucking brutal. Like it's, it's, you know, they, as a matter of fact, there was a, an ESPN documentary about it, about how, uh, some, I think it was, I, it was either IRA or the other, or the other group came in and sprayed a fucking pub down with bullets when Northern Ireland and Ireland were playing each other in, in, uh, they take soccer mad serious. <laughs> well, I just think it was they, cause they knew the pub was going to be full, you know, so they, they just came down and shot the fucking place up well, and killed, and killed like Ireland? 10 people. When's the pub not going to be full? Let's be honest. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> High five for alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, I got, uh, Good and drunk the other night, sitting here by myself. Yeah, it was funny. Um, Aaron was—I thought Aaron was going to come over and watch the fights with me, and he didn't. I was like, oh, "I've already got this fine Canadian mist." What did you say? It's 19, a 1992. It's the 93 Nissan Sentra of whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I decided, yeah, I remember drinking it, and you're quite correct, sir. I decided to partake in not only a little. A lot. The whole bottle? No. It's Is that most, it? Is most it right of there? the bottle. Okay. Too much of the bottle, one <laughs> one could say. I mean, I'm alive. But, um, and uh, I got nice and hammered watching the fights, watching Vitor Belfort kick Dan Henderson right square in the head and knock him out in the first minute of the fight. Jesus. And I was rooting for Dan. Mm. Even without all the performance-enhancing drugs, Vitor Belfort can kick a motherfucker in the head. But anyway, I ended up getting a little bit too drunk, got lost, went down a YouTube rabbit hole, conspiracies and such and so forth. Why do you do that? It's fun. <laughs> I like to freak myself yeah. out. And do you I, believe in the Illuminati now? No, I just, I think it's fun. Um, and I, uh, ended up just falling asleep on the couch, sitting up with my head tilted back. And I've got, I've been stricken with a sleep apnea. Oh so, God. That's so awful. I was snoring heavily and, uh, the hanging down, the uvula in the mm. back of my throat was nice and swollen. So God, I hate that. It I was hate, terrible. And you walk around all day and it feels like it's like this big. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like there's a dick growing in the back <laughs> of your mouth. Hey, there might be, sir. There might be one stuck in, in there from, from a past encounter. Yeah. I haven't done that in a long time. Just sat here and got hammered by myself. You learn a lot about yourself. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, I saw that uh, SeaWorld's no longer going to be doing uh, killer whale shows. Because of blackfish? Because of that, and people are just fucking sick and tired of them. Well, they're, I mean, they're full Steve, of shit, Steve-O dude. did something. Uh, Steve-O? Yeah. They're, he, him and, they're big on animal rights. He, like, defaced one of their signs or something. He's going to jail pretty soon over it, the beginning of December. I don't know how long he's going to jail for. But. 
Well, I mean, he, the good for him though. Yeah, it's Steve. Uh, Steve, good on you. That's I mean, that's a uh, raising awareness. Yes, it that's is. When raising awareness works. See, I mean, I think that um, they've gotten away with this far too long. I think the fact that zoos had to change their practices and SeaWorld did not making an animal perform is if you're going to cage them, that's one thing. Okay. Um, like we've discussed before on the show, there are certain animals that it's, it's all right to cage them. I think, um, opportunists, animals who are a lion doesn't give a fuck about being caged. It just wants to eat and sleep and lay around. That's, you know, it would like enough room to where it can hunt. Well, see, that's they the, do still. There still is the primal thing where they want to kill stuff. Of course, still do it. Of course, yes. Cats still bring you a mouse and like here you go, motherfucker. Yeah, but in a but in a very cat limited way. They're just like, oh, there you go. You know what I mean? But if a cat could, it would kill you. If it, yes, it would take that opportunity and it would kill you and it would eat you. Yeah, like if I died the, and I had a cat and two dogs, the cat would eat me, but the dogs would just be like, man, that fucking sucks. This dude's dead. <laughs> This is the dude that gave us the food, right? Now we can't get in that cabinet. What the fuck, dude? We're gonna have to evolve and get thumbs, I guess. The cat's like, I don't know what you guys. Are I'm just gonna eat this. I'm just gonna eat him. There's a lot of meat there. He's, that's a human. You know, we have enzymes in our mouth that we can eat till it's literally falling apart, rotting. Right? Yeah, it's great. You guys dig in. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a little cat. <laughs> I'm tiny. Hey, as a matter of fact, this gonna be a good thing. You guys can rip off chunks, and I can get whatever's left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the with with fucking dolphins and um uh killer whales and shit, they're well, just as smart as us. That's what I'm saying. Cetaceans they just, are Yeah. They and just, they know they're caged. They haven't had to evolve to grow hands. Right. And because they can they fly in the ocean. They don't have to have what hands a great to build existence. But yeah. dolphins, you know, dolphins apparently are kind of pricks. Yeah, they'll they'll they uh they'll uh rape humans if they can sometimes. Yeah. And they'll definitely be a little bit over sexual with humans they'll, they'll like hump them and stuff and yeah, laugh. yeah they always look like they're laughing anyway yeah laughing sons of bitches they'll also save you if you're drowning they'll also <laughs> defend you from sharks yeah Did you know that there was this okay a killer whale is a giant dolphin that's all it is pretty much yeah. and um there was a uh, national geographic special i watched the other day where a great white shark was menacing a boat like in outside san francisco like it was a whale watching tour and this killer whale just swam over and... I'm a whale watcher. <laughs> I'm a whale watcher. Watching whales go by. <laughs> my, my, my. Um, but he just swam over and fucked this shark up, picked him up by his face and drug his ass. And then another killer whale came in and said, hey guys, check this fucking shit out. And ripped him apart in front of him and ate his liver and left the rest. <laughs> Isn't that the most badass fucking thing? I imagine both those killer whales with Samuel Jackson's voice. <laughs> Dolphins, they routinely kill sharks. They, uh, they flip them upside down. And yeah. apparently a shark is useless as a baby. Well, they're, they're so highly evolved in what they do that they can't, you know, they can't adapt. Mammals, that is our strength, is adaptation. We're, we're able to adapt to any climate, to any dogs, humans, and horses of the mammals are, you know, the what most. About, what about llamas? Llamas are, llamas are like the Peter Brady of the camel world. <laughs> Come on. They're, Greg so being, they're talk shit about Greg being the Bactrian camel. <laughs> Peter being the llama. I mean, they are related. The llamas were used as beasts of burden by the Aztecs because they never be a beast of burden. No, they um, 
they didn't have the horse, so they used the llama. It must be terrible not having a horse. A horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were, you know, uh, that's that's an interesting thing is that, uh, you know, the horse was here in America, and then it got wiped out by humans, and then uh, was reintroduced. And um, such a such an dogs and horses are so two such fascinating creatures because they're so closely bonded to us. Dogs more than horses, of course, because hor- a horse is a horse. Is of a horse, course, of course. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> let that one go. Uh, um, but um, no, horses are. You know, they run in what, giant herds, and you know are, are fine being wild. Dogs don't do well wild. It's a school of horses. A school? I don't know. It's a murder. A murder. (laughs) (laughs) When I found that out, it was a murder of crows. (laughs) Who the fuck named these things? Oh, a flock. Oh, a... (laughs) Flock sounds so majestic. I know. A murder murder of crows. It's because crows are fucking (laughs) smart, too. Aren't they the smartest birds? I'm quite sure they're They do. They do things for fun. They can speak. They They can talk. They can learn words, and they can converse. They like, do things for fun. They use tools yeah. and shit. Like you're not gonna they see make a, great pets. Apparently, you're not going to see a parakeet doing shit like that. No, a parakeet, parakeet will mock you, but fuck a parakeet. I used to have parakeets. My mom and dad had parakeets. parakeets. Can mock you? Yeah, they can mock you. They can learn like the just like a parrot can. They can really? Learn. I thought parakeets could only chirp. No, they can. They can learn the words that you teach them. Sort of. Hmm. I might be lying. I don't know. We never taught them shit. So I don't <laughs> Like, hey, look at the fucking stupid bird. Look how stupid the bird is. I, I put I put the sheet over its cage. It thinks it's nighttime. It goes to sleep. <laughs> fucking stupid bird. Their names are Ralph and Alice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. There you go. They were uh, they you put the, we put a little bathtub in their cage with them, and they just fucking bathe and like, ooh, this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Show off, fucking stupid ass birds. Um, I hate you, fucking birds. There's a, I saw another, National Geographic is full of things, and they had one that, uh. Won't be anymore. Why? Rupert Murdoch bought it. What the fuck? Now nobody's learning shit. It's just gonna be <laughs> things about how great fucking Ronald Reagan was. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, George Will. Ronald Reagan was great. Fuck Ronald Reagan in his old Alzheimer's fucking ear. Jesus Christ. Fuck man. that motherfucker. Horrible He's gotta president. be mostly decayed. Horrible right president. Um, he, was so racist and his cabinet was so fucking racist. You can't do that! It's a crossover! <laughs> we actually haven't done one in a while. <laughs> I've been a lot happier. <laughs> Things been, somebody's been getting their dick sucked. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, he's, uh, George Will. Who's a he's a conservative columnist, you know. Mm, you know, you're familiar is. with George Will. Very familiar with his work. Um, he's a brilliant guy. I mean, I don't agree with him all the time, but glasses. He, yeah, he stands for what he believes in. I, I I I respect that. He went and basically called killing Reagan the biggest piece of shit that's ever been fucking written. He said is it's that, is that an O'Reilly book? Yes. He said it is rife with inaccuracies. He said it's just it's he said they didn't go they didn't research anything. They just Made shit up on the spot. Like, they didn't go right. They didn't go to the Reagan library. They didn't do anything. He said they did nothing like that. And he said, he said, and he, he said, I need to take, we need to take this party back from these people. You know, conservatives, here's the thing. We would be more apt to believe in you and more, uh, on board with agreeing and with, um, 
meeting you halfway with a lot of things. If you would just at least disavow or or state your distaste for Rush Limbaugh, Bill O'Reilly, all these people on Fox no, no, News. No, they want they want them to to uh to be the moderators of the debates. So uh, I think Ted Cruz said that. Ted Cruz says if we're going to have a Republican debate, we should have a Republican as the moderator. But the, See, why does it matter who the fucking moderator? That's so fucking dumb. Why can't they just be journalists like Anderson Cooper, the Rainbow Fox? We need <laughs> He See, was Anderson he Cooper was so liberal. And, uh, yeah, he was. He's a liberal, and he went after everybody's ass. Yes, he on did the, in that fucking debate. And that's what I loved about that debate. Everybody could cover their ass, almost, except for fucking <laughs> Lincoln Chafee. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Lincoln. Chafee. Fuck you forever, Lincoln Chafee. God, the hatred grows and grows inside me every day. I'm going to find out where he lives. I'm just going to send him a box of shit. <laughs> It's an actual box of shit. Just a box of shit. <laughs> you probably think they're fudge sickles. Wait, you stole that from Accepted. Maybe, I don't know. Ask I, me about my wiener. It was Lewis Black when he's like, uh, he's like, I did quit in kind of an unconventional way. You sent the dean of a college a bag of dog shit. Why did you do that? It's a metaphor. For what? For your full of shit. <laughs> He's, I'm going off the grid. No more clone sheep. No more, and certainly no more sexual harassment lawsuits. What's wrong with saying, hey, nice tits? When did that go out of style? Uh, I think Louis Black's selling negativity scenes. <laughs> Is he? Of, uh, it's just like a little figurine of him frowning with a bunch of like, like the, uh, the fucking people that came to the manger. Yeah. All standing there frowning. <laughs> Um, well, he's um, I I love uh, whenever he has something to say because I, I think that I really think that the conservatives are scared of him because they won't they won't engage him. You know what I mean? Like Limbaugh after Robin Williams died and Lewis Black and Robin Williams were apparently pretty good friends. I, I don't know how deep the friendship went, but apparently it was a pretty deep Everything friendship. Everything I've heard about uh, Robin Williams, everybody that met him, they ended up being pretty good friends because yeah, he's, he's such a great guy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Rush Limbaugh went after him the day after he died. The day after he fucking died. And Lewis Black lost his shit and just publicly said, Rush Limbaugh, you're a fucking piece of shit. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Go fuck yourself. That's what he said. Rush Limbaugh didn't have the fucking balls to come back and say anything because he knows if he engages somebody like that, what kind of fight he's going to have on his hands, you know? Yeah, you're getting in the, in, you start tussling with, with Lewis Black, you're, you're fucking with a black belt in words. Yeah. And I love the fact that we on the left have those people. I love the fact that they are almost exclusively a liberal uh in fighting them on this issue last week I became like them against my own instincts against my own knowledge against everything I know to be right and wrong I descended to their level when I used those two words to describe Sandra Fluke. That was oh, my error. This isn't about The two Rush. words were slut and prostitute. Rush is pretending these are the only two things he called Sandra Fluke, as if it was just a slip of the tongue. Those two words were inappropriate. They were uncalled for. 
they distracted from the point that I was actually trying to make. Bullshit. He says this shit and then he's contrite. That's what and he fucking I again does. I sincerely apologize to Ms. Fluke for using those two words to describe her. The apology to her over the weekend was sincere. Comedian Louis Black blasted radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh for his comments regarding actor Robin Williams' suicide. In a Facebook post Wednesday, Black called Limbaugh an idiot for making cruel and stupid statements about the politics behind Williams killing himself. Limbaugh, speaking on his radio show Tuesday, said Williams likely thought process leading up to his suicide aligns with left-leaning political views. He had it all, but he had nothing. Limbaugh said about... Hectic holidays? Thanks yeah, we got to a, Frontier. An ad. Oh, a little ad before we go in. Get Frontier high-speed Comedian Louis Black blasted radio it's another talk show robot host talking. Rush Limbaugh for his comments regarding actor Robin Williams' suicide. Why is that? I don't know. In a That's Facebook weird. post Wednesday, Black called Limbaugh an idiot for making cruel and stupid statements. Anyway, I'll try to find a real one. We can keep talking. But, uh, I mean, that that's the thing... I, I, again, I, I, I'm so thankful that we on the left have those people as our mouthpiece, you know, that we don't have people like morons like O'Reilly, Hannity, people like that, you know, they're all stupid or at least just outright deceitful. You know, I, I mean, they, they, they're afraid to tell things how they are. And also they defend that status quo so fucking hard. You know, they, you know, uh, case in point, like I've mentioned before, Glenn Beck, when he had the thing about uh, the pilgrims or something and how great they were and all this stuff. And, you know, basically saying that people, that the Native Americans shouldn't protest that, you know, this and that. And this is, you know, if I was a Native American, Thanksgiving Day to me would be one of the most hateful days of the year. I'd be like, this is the anniversary of something that A, didn't happen. Thanksgiving never happened. That's actually been proven. I didn't um, think it did. And, um, I just remember like them teaching us, but I was like, ain't no fucking way. Yeah. I mean, two hostile groups coming uh, together across a great divide to have dinner makes Make, for a great story. Well, see, that's the thing. And they always depict the, the pilgrims as happy and welcoming, welcoming the Indians into their table. Here's what happened. Here's what's something that you should read about in Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States. The amount of famine. And starvation that was going on in the, in the, uh, pilgrims camps was so profound, was so, they were starving so badly that they were digging up corps, corpses and eating them. Yep. Because that's all they had. Native Americans looking at them thinking to themselves, these people are utterly fucking hopeless. It's just it, like the it, cat that brings you the, uh, exactly. The mouse in, in, in a, in a land of plenty, you know, it's just like pity. Like, Jesus Christ, have some turkey. You can't <laughs> fucking kill one of these things. They can't even fly. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you can literally walk up and grab one around its really long neck <laughs> and break it and have a lot to eat for everybody. They but, weigh like 20 pounds a piece. Come yeah, on, guys. Dude, and you know, what's a pound? I'm an Indian. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> a hog's head no no hogs there's no pigs um but no and the fact that it everything is so skewed to european to the european mores you know that the fact that that the native americans were happy for us to come here and you know it was inevitable and all this shit none of that shit is fucking true yeah, the victors write history though that's true i a- you know apparently there was a big plague over here there was that wiped out about three quarters of it was 90 percent of all people oh 
it was it was nine out of ten. And the, Whole or, tribes of or there wouldn't have been any of this. No. They'd have fucking murdered them all. No, see that's the thing, and, and even still, with being weakened to such a a massive degree, that the uh, it still took what how many at least 300 years if not longer for the europeans to finally subjugate the last group of native americans i don't call that swinging for the fences and winning i, I say that getting my the fuck kicked out of me by a guy with an arm tied behind yeah. his back your yeah. manufacturing runs it's, yeah. like, it's not like he got the bash brothers hitting, yeah, exactly. hitting back to back i mean it's, it's like well we've got superior equipment numbers and all this stuff we still can't win you know, you know, a lot of people know this. The United States government actually lost two wars to Native Americans. They lost to the Seminole and they lost to the Sioux. Blow, blow, Seminole wind. Roll like ever on a blow again. God, That's I my John that, Anderson impression. I hate that fucking song. Go fuck yourself. I can't stand it. Just a swinging. Baby, your love's better than money in the bank. What, what did he say? What's the line from my favorite line of that song? She's, she, what? What's the girl's name in swinging? Uh, Charlene. Um, fucking shit. Uh, oh, some pretty as an angel when she sings. Peggy. Charlene is just as pretty when <laughs> when she sings. That's an old song, isn't it? Yeah, it's John Anderson swinging. I like those backup singers. Swinging, swinging. swinging. I'm looking it up. Charlotte is Charlotte's as pretty as an angel when she Charlotte, sings? that's it. I'm looking it up. We're going to play it because I need to hear it now. Oh, another advertisement. <laughs> Fuck you and your advertisement. Especially if it doesn't give me the skip ad after five seconds. <sighs> I know. Because if you skip so many ads, they don't want you to do that anymore. Fucking buttholes. Yeah. Listen to the dulcet tones of John Chocolate pie. Jesus, I would have ruined his appetite at Charlotte Johnson's house. Probably went deuce, deuce and a half. Not bad. <laughs> Swigging. Took a job with rice aroni. <laughs> Is that the San Francisco treat? Those angels when they sing. <laughs> oh God, John Anderson, beautiful, beautiful bastard. God love you, John Anderson. <laughs> Proof that you don't have to be able to sing. He's to be the famous. he's the country version of Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much, <laughs> but, but I, I know I, I love you. you. Very large man, Aaron Neville was. Yeah, fucking beast. Still a large man. He's still alive. Yeah, soon with his cocoa butter. (laughs) Had a a very prominent mole on his yes he grill piece. Yes he did. 
on his But face. nobody could tell him that because everybody was scared of him because he was and He huge. looked like a prisoner. Yeah, he was fucking huge. It's not just that he was a black guy. That's scary yeah. enough. There's <laughs> <laughs> a gang of his black brothers behind him playing bassoons and all these different instruments that these black people yeah. like. God damn it. Bassoons? Yes. No. I think there was a bassoon. I don't Clarinets. know. Clarinets. He had those, t- those tattoos. Always smelled of rich cocoa butter. <laughs> it's a dangerous man. Where were we? I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you can't be good at something, at least be stupid while you're doing it. That's, that's right. That's the, the Pillow Fort Radio slash Fun Employment Files motto. The Pillow Fort Annex. Yes, in the Pillow Fort Annex, in the parsonage of the Pillow Fort. <laughs> the basement of the Pillow Fort. I guess I'm the high priest of the Pillow Fort. Yes, you are. <laughs> Funny, I'm not really all that high ever anymore. Well, well, I guess we'd be cardinals. <laughs> you're you're the archbishop. <laughs> what would Elena be? She's like the supreme mother nun. superior. <laughs> Supreme nun. It's motherfucking superior. <laughs> She's motherfucking <laughs> superior. Motherfucking superior. <laughs> She's motherfucking mother, mother, motherfucking mother superior. <laughs> I want to kill myself. Any hoozles. What else you want to talk about? Um, men have nipples. Why is that? Because all people, yeah, no, are inherently female. We well, yeah, we're female, and then uh, we uh, then I uh, then the junk comes. Uh, uh, an amino acid, I think, triggers the. Isn't that also what makes you sleepy when you eat too much taiki? That's tryptophan. Tryptophan. Yeah, people think it's like growth hormone or something. No, tryptophan is a natural occurring. The reason it makes you sleepy is because it drives your body into a recovery cycle. Like when that's, dude, if you could eat turkey, like eat Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving meal like year round, you would be fucking enormous. Like, oh, dude, I'd love it though. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> it's so delicious. There, pass out. Just fucking drinking gravy. <laughs> I'd always feel bad for hours directly afterwards, but it would feel so good whenever you're eating it. <laughs> no, I'd never feel bad after waking up from a Thanksgiving meal. I always feel logy, but you know, like a million bucks. Apparently, uh, Mariah Carey is going to be Gotham City's mayor in the Lego Batman movie. That's neat. Who is? Mariah Carey. She's a dime. She's still a dime. Even with all that work. Usually they look uh, because worse. Because all that work. Yeah, usually they end up looking worse, though. Her tits are enormous. <laughs> she, got some, she got some balloons on her. <laughs> she did. Did you like, look at the beginning part of her career, and now there is just no comparison. Yeah, like, she was banging that old white man. Yeah. And she started getting all that black dick. She's like, I got to do something about all this. <laughs> That's what Paul Moody said. Mariah <laughs> Carey's married to that white man. She's like, Got a little bit of taste of the brother in her. She was having a black chair. She didn't know. <laughs> like a Kardashian with a basketball player. Oh! What? Yeah. I just dropped some Kardashian juice. Oh, whatever. Fucking, uh, what's his name? John Travolta speaking. Did we talk about the Travolta songs in this? We didn't. He, uh, he's playing Robert Shapiro. In the People versus O.J. Simpson miniseries on FX. Nice. That's pretty neat. It is. Oh, the angels when they 
say. Mountaineers looked pretty good on Saturday. They did. What I could see. I mean, I was working. We looked okay. We fucking finally ran an offense that suits us, and he still threw two interceptions. Which was it? Was a power run offense? Yeah, mostly. See, that's that's what West Virginia's always good at. We're a smash mouth football team. You know, we need to keep running like a smash mouth football team. We ran short passes to where uh, Skylar didn't have to think too much. There was a whole lot less. Um, him holding onto the ball for twenty seconds. He ran a lot of draws, like a lot of quarterback keepers. Yeah, and shit. like Pat, Pat White used to run. Yeah, not as. Good as Pat not White. as skillful yeah. as Pat White. Pat, remember with him running, he was like a gazelle. Like it was gorgeous. It was like some guys are power runners. Like they, they're like you know they're chugging. You know, boom, 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 you know, and he'd lay a hit on you. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't powerful, yeah. but he he could slip. He would slip so many tacklers. If you didn't <laughs> get him, if the second level didn't get him, there wasn't anybody. No, catch you're him. not going to catch him. him. I mean, dude, Mountaineer football has had some of the best fucking athletes in the history of college football. We've had, and I, I made this, you know, this is a definite debatable statement. I think that we had the greatest college fullback of all time. I think that Owen Schmidt is the greatest college fullback of all time. I mean, like uh, nobody ever pays any attention to a fullback. So people paid attention to him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Here, so. uh, the argument would be Mike Allsott when he Dry played for beer truck Purdue. Well, Purdue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Damn. He was a fucking beast. He was, but I, th- but, uh, as, 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 much of a power runner as he was, um, Owen Schmidt is was a stronger runner. I mean, well, it, it became he's o- not as fast. It became know? Owen time in the last six minutes of a game. Yeah, and we were up by two scores. Let's just give it to Schmidt. <laughs> just, What's see what he could grind out. Fucking he ends up getting he ends up getting chunks of yardage. Yeah, right? yeah, eight, ten, twelve, <laughs> sixty, carrying three men at a time. Yeah. Sometimes, God, he was fucking strong. Just. I, I was. That comes from grown up hair lipped. I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cut my lip in half right now if it make me that fucking strong. Cut my lip, lip in two pieces. pieces. <laughs> no, he's. Um, they were interviewing Ray Lewis. And Ray Lewis is. He is the greatest linebacker. Free murderer, time. Ray Lewis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. But he is the greatest linebacker of all time. Um, some would argue Butkus. I would say, well, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Lawrence Taylor is always going to be my favorite because that's when I first started watching. And yeah, it was just Jack Lambert. Incredible. You can say Jack Lambert too. Um, there's so many great linebackers. Uh, Singletary, Mike Singletary, had another great one. That was a very intimidating man. Too. Fuck yeah, he was it? He'd do that thing where he'd swim never, his arms. He and never blinked. Out. No, dude, he was and crazy fast. But uh, Ray Lewis is the total is had been the total package and could still. He's the truly the Lex Luger. He is the Lex Luger of, of, of NFL linebackers. <laughs> but they were going through. He was watching. He was a color commentator on one of the games, or just maybe just a, a guest. And it was a WVU game. Oh yeah, I remember that. And they're talking about Owen Schmidt. And this is after he just laid a fucking smackdown hit on somebody. And they were just like, "Man, like that's a strong fellow right there." He's just like, "Yeah." Here's Owen Schmidt. You know what this man can hang clean? And they're like, what? He's like 560. <laughs> and Ray Lewis was visibly intimidated. Like it was just, you know, you don't see a guy like that get intimidated. What's the hang clean exactly? Is that where you, you lift the hang it clean is like drop? from the floor and you boom to your chest. Okay, you know, yeah. you can press it too, but press the 560 pounds of your head. I don't know if anybody could do that. So. Uh, John Jones put out a video, Johnny Bones Jones, mm-hmm. um, last week of him deadlifting five, 30 or something like that. That's really good. Well, especially since he's not a power guy. He's a, 
he's always had them little chicken legs. Yeah. And now he's actually training. I just feel bad for whoever they're going to put him up against when he comes back. He's not going to be stopped. He's amazing. Uh, speaking of that, a guy who you wouldn't credit for being strong. You know what Hugh Jackman can fucking deadlift? Hugh Jackman. 900. Well, he's. He can mutant. do 500 uh, pounds for reps. Jesus fuck. He does. He did five, five, oh, that was 515 for like three. Hmm. Strong fucking guy, man. Especially are getting tighter. It's, a, yeah. it's an Australian, man. Yeah. Australian dudes are rough and tumble. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they are. You sit and tell me the crocodile hunter wasn't rough and tumble. Yeah, Get the fuck out enough. of my house. Get the fuck out of this parsonage. <laughs> the pillow fort prayer parsonage. <laughs> See how many peas I can pop here in a, in a span. How of- much alliteration we can throw out. <laughs> alliteration. Why don't you grab your lily-livered li- bag of losers in the floor? <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Fucking dodgeball. Yeah, it is. Here at Globo Gym, we're better than you, <laughs> and we know it. Fatness and ugliness are genetic abnormalities. Ooh, uh, Jeb Bush just came out and said, hell yeah, I would kill baby Hitler. I guess somebody asked him if he could travel back in time and kill baby Hitler, he would kill baby Hitler. Why not? I don't know. Steal him and take him somewhere else to where he doesn't get those crazy ideas. Why? Yeah. Why don't? Why don't you take somebody who? Of uh, somebody, I'm not saying anything positive about, about Hitler, but he's obviously a great orator and stuff like that. I mean, he was. Let's just call it how it is. But why not take somebody like that and instead of raising him in an environment of hate, raise him in a good environment and see what you come up with? Where he's getting blowjobs and hand jobs from Jews all the time. Really, yeah. he grows up loving Jews. Did you ever see the Family Guy where it's explained why he hated Jews? No. I'm sure I did. I just he's forgot. working out and he's all skinny. <laughs> and there's two girls checking out this massive Jewish guy. He's like got this big bodybuilder body and a typical <laughs> and a stereotypical rabbi's head. <laughs> fucking Star of David fucking medallion on, <laughs> laughing at Hitler. <laughs> he's like walking away. You know, but like back around the uh, in the day, back in like the early 1900s and shit, Jews were like the uh, they were. Con- uh, the people that have been oppressed are always the ones that you that you hear have big dicks. Yeah, you know, and that weird. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, back back in the day, it was the Irish have big dicks, then blacks have that's big true, dicks, and Jews have big dicks. <laughs> but uh, Jews were like the best boxers. Yeah, back in the early nineteen mm-hmm. hundreds, Max Baer, like the twenties uh, and thirties, Art Lasky. Yeah, then it became the uh, the Italians and the Irish. No, the Irish were before the Jews, okay. and then and then it was the Italians. The Irish stuck to this old style. They still do it. Yeah, Conor McGregor actually fights like that's that. That's because they have iron fucking chins. You can't yeah, knock true. them out. I mean, it's just, that was one of the things they were proud of themselves on. You can't knock them out. You're going to have to fight them. You know what I mean? It's going to be, <laughs> you're not going to take me down with one punch. You're going to have to fight me. You know, um, what was it? The, the Italians came along and then, uh, I guess really it was, it wasn't Muhammad Ali. Who's the, the big anger gorilla is what he called him. Uh, Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston. But before that. Sonny Liston, I'm going to hit you so many times, you're going to think you surrounded. Well, he had Jack Johnson before him. Oh, yeah. He, he retired undefeated, right? Yeah. Married white women. Uh, was terrible. We can't, no, I'm we saying. can't have that. I'm just saying he was, uh, <laughs> he was an utterly fearless guy. I mean, there's something, you know. Yeah, there's something about a dude in that day where they would literally hang you and Yeah, he's cared. just like, hey, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever. So much so that he had to move to Paris. Like, he, he moved to France just to get away from all the hatred and the people who wanted to kill him. So, so would, he couldn't have a fight in the South. Oh, God, no. They fucking caught his ass out and hung his ass. And there's actually a movie James Earl Jones played, uh, Great White Hope. 
Oh, I remember the Great White Hype with Woody Harrelson. That's right? fucking no. no it was, uh, when Woody Peter Berg was in that. Played that role. Yeah. Who else was in that? Movie? Samuel Jackson. Sam Jackson. Damon Wayans. Yep. Um, hilarious movie. Jamie Fox was in that. Jamie Fox was in it. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing Tyson in the upcoming. That'd Tyson. be a good fucking movie, dude. With I him? feel bad for Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's turned out to be an okay guy. He, a uh, really kind of a great guy. I mean, when you're able to make that show, the Mike Tyson Mysteries, and <laughs> laugh at yourself without reservation, he actually has. Yeah, and they don't they. I have not seen it. I want to see it, but don't they even leave like the fuck up? Yeah, they do. It's hilarious, and he thinks it's funny. He's <laughs> like, ah, fuck it. You know, he's like. I, I I think that Mike Tyson was he spent so many years being so serious. Well, he was he was used by everybody promoters, yeah, yeah, by Don King. As much as I hate to admit this, by Customano, Customano used him because he saw a talent. But Cus also treated him really good. Like he brought him into his home, um, fed him, probably didn't molest him, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine if. The UFC would have been around whenever he first started fighting, and he would have went into that. Could he have been good at it? Oh, yeah. Just he, teach him takedown defense. He probably fought at one eighty five instead of heavyweight because he was like he was a what two twenty at a heavyweight fighting guys that are two sixty. Well, actually, two sixty would be big. That's a real big boxer. I'd say two forty would be. Okay. About where Lennox Lewis was. Lennox Lewis is about 240, 250. Now, George Foreman. Yeah, George Foreman. Fucking large. 973. Yeah, pounds. he's fucking moved, enormous. Moved like a, a, a ballet dancer for being so large. <laughs> yeah, he did. Especially in the early part of his career. And could hit he was a and had an iron chin. Murderer. He's a murderer? He wasn't like, you know, a murderous. Oh, okay, I was puncher. getting ready to say, I didn't know. Maybe I didn't He know, murdered so. it with all those sales of, uh, those grills. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for him. The other day, I was watching a. He, he's just taking any ad they're throwing at him now. It was an invent help. <laughs> George, they asked me, George, how can I get my invention put up? I was like, a lot of people asking you. <laughs> they're really asking you that, George. You know, they whenever they branded the Foreman Grill, it was their first choice was Hulk Hogan, and he didn't want to do it. Wow, what a dumb fuck! <laughs> it made George a lot of money. Yes, it did. It put George through college. It put George through college. <laughs> George through college, put George through college, and put all the Georges through college because he named all his kids George because apparently he's not very smart or not very creative when it comes to names. I I, I respect him because uh, I was watching an interview with him and uh, they tried to talk. Apparently, George liked to swing the dick around when he was. And what a dick it probably was. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's probably this, you know. <laughs> I'm holding up my arm. Looks like people. Lou Ferrigno's arm holding yeah. a cantaloupe. <laughs> But then he, uh, he, they tried to get him to discuss that and he won't discuss it. Like a gentleman. He said, he's like, I'm not going to talk about that. He's like, my wife is going to watch this. He said, I love my wife and we've talked about it and I will not discuss it. I was like, you know, good for you, George. Really good for you. I mean, that's, he just seems like a really good dude who took his penance. Cause when he was young, he was an asshole. Everybody hated him, but he hated himself. Yeah. And, and he, he had what? He had to go. They went over to do the thrill in Manila. Is that was that George? <laughs> and it got canceled. Yeah, because either he was hurt. I think he was hurt. Mm-hmm. And Ali just stayed over there and trained until Foreman could fight. The Africans loved him. Oh, they yeah. loved Ali. They despised George. Ali, Bumaye, Ali, kill that man. Yeah. 
And 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 the and the ironic part about it is, especially with Ali, not so much Ali and Foreman, okay, Ali and Frazier. Ali came from an upper middle class Joe family. Frazier. Joe Frazier came from a tar paper shack. And I love the fact, like fancy, huh? Like fancy, yeah. Basically. Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't yeah, let me do. yeah. Here's your one chance, Frazier. Don't let, let me, me down. down. <laughs> and uh, Ali treated Joe Frazier so badly. And, you know, not just the taunting, but the fact that when he couldn't box and he couldn't put food on the table, Joe Frazier gave him money. Joe Frazier was his friend. Joe Frazier was a great guy. And then he talked all that shit about after, about him afterwards. Called him a gorilla, called him ugly, called him, you know, that internal black racism. Uh, light skin versus dark skin, you know. And the fact that Joe Frazier is not more celebrated is a fucking crime. He is, especially like what Bill Burr said when he was talking shit to the city of Philadelphia. Joe Frazier fought out of Philadelphia. Yeah. And they have a fictional fucking fighter. <laughs> As shitty one bridge town. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Frazier fought here. There's it a plaque or a bust or anything. There's a fictional fucking fighter, Rocky Balboa. You ought to fuck all you people. Your hair and Carmichael jerseys. <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty bad. That they just is he is Fraser still alive? Yes, and actually in complete control of his faculties, unlike uh, Muhammad and many boxers. Like God, it gets rough. Fucking yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Holyfield's bad. Is he? Yeah, I didn't know he was bad. It's not like terrible bad, but like he's he fought a couple years ago at the Greenbrier. Yeah, he fought. He fought Jeremy Bailey, right? I think so. Big old white dude, Jeremy Bailey. I think he lost Jeremy the Beast Bailey. Yeah, no. He whipped Jeremy Bailey's ass. Really? Yeah. I guess you don't lose it then. I'm not. Jeremy Bailey is a big dude and a great fight and a good fighter for a, a lower rank, you know. And if he'd have laid a glove on Holyfield, like it gave him a real good shot, he'd have knocked him out. The thing about Holyfield is he's not going to give you the opportunity. And another thing is the guy can take a fucking punch. He fought Tyson and stood toe-to-toe with him and did not back down a little bit. He fought everybody in the ranks. He does not get the respect he deserves. You talk about the hardest working guy in the history of boxing. That's fucking Holyfield. That guy built himself from a light heavyweight into a heavyweight and won. You know, he won the gold in the Olympics too, didn't he? I think so. He got robbed. He, he got, he's the one that got robbed. He got robbed okay, big yeah. time. Even the fighter he fought against said he got fucking robbed. I remember because I watched the documentary yeah. Champs. With, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, him and Tyson, Tyson. And who's the third one? There was three of them. Um, what is that guy's name? He was oh, in, uh, he was Bernard Hopkins. Yeah, he was in prison and he was the champ. He's forty nine years old. He was the champ up until his last fight in his division. Forty nine, forty nine, still a fucking champ. Not taking a whole lot of punishment. He he was smart. Yeah, he fought a lot like Mayweather, but he was getting knockouts. He wasn't going to decision. See, I, boxing is just you know, and I'm I'm not against MMA at all, but boxing definitely plundered the ranks. I mean, MMA definitely plundered the ranks of boxing for some great boxers. You know, think about some of these guys that would have been boxers. And I, I grew up on boxing. I was raised on it. Not that we were a big boxing family, but every big fight, pretty much, we we watched it, you know. And I watched, you know, I was, and I always wanted to be a boxer. I would have been a terrible boxer. But, uh, you know, it's just MMA is something that's still kind of new to me, you know. Not new, but 
And not that it's not accepted. Well, it's still, it's a, in the grand scheme of things, all the other sports, boxing is probably the first sport, boxing or wrestling. Wrestling is. And uh, there are statues of Greeks wrestling naked. each other. Yeah, called the Pancration. Where the boxing's been to around the death. officially probably since the mid 1800s or something. Yeah. The Romans boxed. Football's been around since the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Baseball's been around since the mid 1800s. Mm-hmm. MMA's been around since 1993. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's still got its, it's, it's really come a long way. It's my favorite favorite sport. To I like watch. the fact that women uh, are included. I like the fact that it's that's in, has been embraced. This Saturday, so, yeah, Saturday night, uh, Ronda fights. Ronda fights uh, Holly Holm, who's a bad motherfucker, but she doesn't stand a chance because it's Ronda. It's a double double female main main event. Um, then Joanna and Jay Check, Joanna Champion. That's what I'm going to call her. Mm-hmm. She fights two two women's title fights right there at the top. And that Joanna chick is a bad motherfucker. Is she? She is a murderer. She looks like a little miniature Chuck Liddell. Does she? Yeah. She fucking makes, she doesn't have knockout power per se, but she, uh, she makes fucking hamburger out of these bitches' faces. They, they put pretty girls in there with her and they come out looking fucked. She that, just doesn't isn't that, give a fuck. But isn't that the, the where kind of MMA has, where society still, you know, these girls are fighters, you know. We still look at them like, I can't believe that pretty girl got messed up like that. You know, there's a handsome dude who start out handsome and fighting and get ugly, you know. In MMA, you can stay that way because you, there's so many different ways to lose or win. Right. You know, you can get choked, you can get your arm, arm bar, right. anything. Or you can, you get, you see more people get knocked out with body shots because you get kicks. Yeah. A lot of people get hit in the liver and then they go straight down. The referee jumps right in. There's no standing eight count. You get less head trauma. Right. Boxing is, boxing is in, in many senses way more brutal than MMA. Because <laughs> you only got you can only use the two weapons. Yep, your fists and those guys. I have not seen, in my opinion. Okay, this is my opinion. I haven't watched to the extent that you guys have. I have not seen a, a an MMA fighter who throws a, as crisp a punch as Tyson. Not one of them. No, 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 no. You uh, or or anybody or Frazier for that matter. You know, there's nobody who, in the MMA who's got a left hook like Joe Frazier or I mean there's you know. some dudes that throw great punches like a uh, guy fights this weekend Mark Hunt. He he throws a murderous overhand right that yeah. will take your face off. But it doesn't look pretty. Right. You know, like he's like Tyson's fucking right hook. Dude. It it was fucking majestic. It was textbook. Like it was just It was perfect. <laughs> you know, I love that too when they would Release the air as they're, as they're hitting. That was one of my favorite. And shoe shine. I love to watch a boxer do shoe shine. What's shoe shine? Shoe shine is when you get them in the ring and you pop, 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 you know, just throwing short little punches and dodging, you know, that's shoe shining, you know, and, and rolling your hands and stuff like that. To watch a boxer do that is one of the most beautiful things a human being can do because it's so intricate. And so my, I had a buddy Paco I worked with at, uh, at Hooters. Paco? He's a black dude. And he's a Golden Ghost boxer. I saw him shoe shine a guy out of a fucking bar one time. It was beautiful, and didn't even hit him hard. I used to kind of do that in uh, football. Yeah, that's what I do it with palms. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would just fucking box their sternum, mm-hmm. keep them off the fucking quarterback. Yeah, they complain about I the whole game. I don't know anything about. Yeah, my dad taught me. Was he? Did he play too? He played football and he boxed. He was a he was a Renaissance man. Any hoozles. You want to call this and quits? We can. It's been a been a fun episode. It has. It's been
been a good one. I hope everybody out there listening likes it. And if you don't, you can go fuck your mothers. We said we go out with a little, hmm. And we're going to go out with a little bit of Monsters of Folk. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll have our regular episode up this Thursday. We might do another one tomorrow, another uh, Fun Employment Files tomorrow. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening. I love you. Kisses. Sure.